and welcome to New Mexico Castaways. This is an attempt to see how it sounds if I record directly onto my new iPhone 7. I have been recording using my awesome headphones that I adore. Uh, I don't remember the name of them, but I'm trying to see if I record only from my he uh, from the actual um, speaker or whatever microphone on the phone to see if that sounds better because it has sounded so tinny and not great um, that I'm afraid my my listeners, my loyal listeners who have uh, endured my ramblings are going to tune out and turn away <laughs> with all the awful audio. So I'm going to pause this right now and see what this sounds like and then I'll come right back. Uh, hopefully that's better. I am now recording from my headphones, which are LG headphones of some kind. They go around the back of my neck, and I love them. They have these retractable earbuds, and um, when I want to listen through earbuds, that is a great option, but when I don't want to use the earbuds, I just uh, switch it to play through a speaker on the, the neck part, and I can listen to music while I'm running. I can have a basically a speakerphone conversation without being um, annoying to all the people around me. I don't love speakerphone in general. Um, my husband uses it a lot for business just because, he, I mean, it, it makes sense, right? You need to be hands-free. But it's really um, hard for the, everybody in the car with you, anyone in your sphere of influence. Um, I find it to be quite annoying and... Uh, just somewhat offensive, really, because it's kind of like saying my conversation is more important than everything else around me. And when it comes to my husband and his work and my family, it, a lot of times that's true because the kids are talking about a movie or something and we um, he needs to be on phone calls for work and that's what pays the bills. <laughs> but um, with this new headphone, it's so great because he can have that speakerphone experience without um, actually having it permeate through the whole car. It doesn't have to be through, like, the car stereo system. So I'll put in the show notes what the name of this headphone is because I, I don't remember it off the top of my head. Um, it was quite pricey, but I just, I finally decided I, I really needed, especially now that I have this iPhone 7, the problem with the 7 is that it doesn't have a headphone jack. You can use an adapter to do that. But I had been wanting to go wireless anyway, and, but I've always had my phone in a case, and that kept my phone protected. Well, now this iPhone 7 is nice and sleek. I don't have a case for it yet. And so when I want the kids to maybe talk to Nathan, who's been in India for the past nine days, um, or when we, you know, I want to have a conversation or they want to, uh, maybe I want to record something that they're saying, I don't have to hand them my phone. I can hand them these wireless headphones, and they just put it around their neck, and they can continue having the conversation. Now, I know it's not crystal clear, perfect audio for the, the person listening, and I apologize for that, but I think the payoff is worth it because it allows us to record things in places we normally couldn't because everything's too loud, and trying to put a lavalier mic on someone when you're on the go, especially a kid, is very um, disruptive. I think it interrupts the, 
the moment. And with these headphones, I can just slip them right around their neck. And they just sit, like, around the back of your neck. They don't actually, like, pinch your neck or hang on to you in any way. It just kind of sits on your shoulders around your neck. Um, and so, for me, the payoff is worth the downside. I, and, again, you may not agree, and I'd love to hear your comments about the audio. Is it just unbearable? I'm hoping that once I start actually putting these out, because I basically am recording a bunch of these uh, podcasts, and then I'll start... Um, having my editor uh, put them together in an actual podcast form. And when that time comes, I'm going to hopefully he will sweeten the audio to make it um, less tinny and more pleasant on the ears. Um, but until that time, I, I really can't promise that. So hopefully you're listening to this and it sounds great and you're wondering what the heck I'm talking about. But I have a feeling um, even with some sweetening up of the audio in post-production, um, in the editing process. It's still going to sound less than ideal um, for someone, especially if you're a regular podcast listener and maybe you listen to some great podcasts like um, Serial is a great podcast. Um, what is the other one I love? I can't believe I can't. Oh, Startup um, with pretty much anything by Gimlet Media, um, which is a company that was started by a man, I think Alex forget his last name, um, who was working, I think he was a producer on This American Life. I could be totally misquoting and missing the facts here, but basically he worked on quality um, storytelling. And that is my background, was in, uh, I got my start in public radio, and um, even have a William Randolph Hearst Award for my radio work when I was in college. Uh, so I really love audio. Uh, something you may not know about me, but that affects this conversation a little bit, is that I um, had a hearing problem. When I was working at Fox 10 in Phoenix, I started really noticing conversations were getting lost on me, and I was, I was very frustrated, and I went and got my hear, hearing checked, and I had significant hearing loss, both nerve damage and bone conduct, conductivity. Um, uh, in other words, the bones in my ears were calcifying and not creating the sound waves properly. So one of them, the nerve damage, happened when I was just a teenager and an idiot, and I was dating a boy who had very, very, very excessively, ridiculously loud bass in his car, the point where you could, like, feel it boom and move your whole body. Well, I sat in that car for, we dated for quite a while. So um, I basically did some nerve damage to my hearing that way. But the other part of it, the bone issue, is uh, a genetic thing, according to the uh, doctor. And he said, as you get older or maybe during pregnancy, different, different stages in your life, your body creates more calcium. And in some people, it deposits that, those calcium deposits, um, some of it that deposits in your ears and, um, and makes it so that the bones don't move properly. So all of this to say that they, I had to have surgery on my first one ear. I think I did my left first. And they did a stapedectomy. And what that means is they remove 
the stapes bone in my ear and replace it with a prosthesis. And the same was true six months later uh, for my, my other ear. And so I've had a double stapedectomy, and I hear better now, but I, I'm, there's a lot of uh, the sound range that I don't hear. And it's been very difficult in some circumstances, like when I've been working on some of my um, stories for New Mexicast, I will go through the whole editing process and um, be ready to put out this a story, and I'll have either my husband or someone else listen, you know, watch the show, the story, and they'll say, well, does, did you mean to have that, you know, horrible hissing sound there? And I'm like, what hissing sound? So um, I, I rely on you guys, my listeners, to let me know if it's unbearable, the, the hissing noise or the tinny sound of this headphones. Um, I guess I, what I'm asking you is, can you enjoy the podcast with this microphone or is it just a deal breaker? Um, because it really, it matters to me to be able to do this in the moments in between things because part of why I think that this podcast will work for me and hopefully for my listeners in the long run is that I, I try to squeeze it in during our real life, not just a perfect sitting down in a studio setting where, um, you know, at 10 o'clock every Thursday I sit down and talk and record something. I, I like to share the real feelings that come in the middle of the chaos, and I've been little by little collecting some of the natural sound from our boat adventure, which I will also do some nat sound, or natural sound, nat sound um, episodes, podcasts, where you guys can listen to what it sounds like to go through um, the bridges during a, um, a really rough uh, cruise through the, the New River, for example. Um, what that would sound like, and I record some of the sounds of my kids, and um, eventually I'll be sharing that here as like little audio vignettes of our experience, and the really the only way I'm going to be able to do that until I find the perfect microphone solution uh, for someone who is on the go like me is uh, using these kinds of headphones that are not ideal, not perfect, but allow me to be hands-free, still interacting with my kids, still getting the job done safely, meaning getting to the airport to pick up my niece or whatever, but without, um, without having to go through the process of clipping it on every time and things like that. So I am working on a solution. I would love to hear your feedback. Um, if you're still listening to this, that means that you, I presume that means you like what you're hearing as far as my um, content, what I'm talking about, but I want to make sure that it's not off-putting so much that you don't want to listen anymore. So I would appreciate if you do want to leave a comment, you can send me an email at rlr at newmexicast.com, or you can always uh, leave a comment on this episode uh, at newmexicast.com. Uh, so that's that. Let's see, what is the topic du jour today? I've got so much on my mind in good ways. I mean, it's been just a whirlwind week, month, <laughs> six months. Uh, now that you've gotten all the way into this episode, I'm sure you probably already know I live on a sailing catamaran with my family. The boat is called the Don Treader, which is named after the boat in the Chronicles of Narnia. 
in the voyages of the Dawn Treader, which were sailed to, which was sailed to the end of Narnian space, um, and had many great adventures. So that's why we named it the Dawn Treader. Makes me wonder, with some of the dragons and things they encountered on the Dawn Treader, the book, um, maybe that might be part of why we've had some crazy uh, adventures of our own here on our version of the Dawn Treader. Uh, but anyway, we, it's, you know, it has been an unexpected detour here since we moved aboard four months ago. But it's been really good. It's, and here's why it's been good. It's been stressful, and that's not why it's been good. But because it's been stressful, it has really forced us to figure out how to interact and how to deal with each other in very intense situations. Now, by each other, if you, don't, if you haven't listened to past episodes and this is your first introduction to New Mexico Castaways, um, I, my family is a family of five. We have two daughters. Ahava is 11. She's a competitive gymnast. Ziva is nine. She is now a beach volleyball enthusiast. And Samuel turned six today. And he is a spunky, awesome, bright, and uh, amazing little boy who has pretty much zero sense of self-preservation. So you can imagine the dynamics of that and how that plays out in our lives, living on a boat. Um, And then there's my husband, Nathan, who is a physician, a hospitalist um, in internal medicine. And I am a longtime reporter. I'm Rosalinda Roman. That's my name. And I'm a longtime reporter who uh, worked at TV stations around the country and uh, then started my own show called New Mexicast. And I'm now really focusing on being present with the kids and Nathan on this boating adventure. But I like to continue my broadcasting in whatever ways I can. So at this point, New Mexicast consists of occasional live uh, shots on Facebook Live and uh, shared to YouTube. And it also consists of this audio podcast, which really I still, it is called New Mexicast, but I affectionately call it New Mexicastaways because obviously we're no longer in New Mexico. Um, but I, uh, I like to share our experiences here. Um, so we travel not just with the boat, but we are a traveling family. So I like to share some of what um, what my tips and tricks are from those experiences, and also the process of downsizing to move on to the boat um, was really um, it, it was really challenging in kind of a an emotional way where we really had to get clear on what we wanted and figure out how to let go of things that no longer served us, whether that was things or relationships um, or just general attitudes that we may have held that we needed to let go of. So, And that is an ongoing process. I have used a wonderful process called KonMari, which is uh, Marie Kondo's book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, to downsize our space and stuff. Um, And I'm using right now an approach with my kids called the nurtured heart approach. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but that is one of the ways that I'm really trying to um, 
focus on the things that my kids are doing right and that I'm doing right and my husband's doing right and really steer away from the, t- the tendency to give negative attention um, for whatever we may be doing wrong, <laughs> especially when it comes to like Samuel, who is a very um, spont- spontaneous is not the right word. He's, he's I, I hate the word impulsive because it has a negative connotation, but but he really um, he acts on his impulses. So I guess he's impulsive, but he you know he sees something and he wants to explore it and he goes for that. And because of that, it it makes it difficult with other people because they don't understand that, and it makes it difficult for me because he puts himself in scary situations, and I obviously am trying to keep him safe. So. All of this to say that's I'm using that nurtured heart approach uh, as part of our parenting uh, technique. We are homeschooling the kids or boat schooling the kids for the first time ever. And so that process of figuring that out has been very trying and very challenging. We're currently testing out um, a program, very loosely testing it out with a program called Easy Peasy, mostly because it's free. Um, it's, It's quite religious. And um, it's, we're Jewish, and uh, it's much more Christian-centric. Uh, but there's a lot that we can glean from um, the program. So uh, we're trying that out. And we're also, um, we use Math UC, and that is a good program for the kids. Samuel uses Reading Eggs, which is a, a website that gets him excited about reading. And... I think the girls, Ahava, I don't remember what she's using right now, but Ziva is using IXL, and Samuel is too, which is another math program. Uh, I'm just, I figured why not just share some of the things that are working for me since I started this episode with uh, questioning whether the audio is working. Now I thought I'd just share with you some of the things that we are trying out and that we're using. Um, One of the things that I apply regularly in my life and what I believe has led to us being able to live this big, amazing life is um, a principle that is talked about in a book called The Secret, which is the law of attraction, really trying to uh, manage your thoughts, to focus on what you want, instead of letting yourself go to that place where your thoughts are um, focused on what you don't want, and so you end up drawing more of what you don't want into your life. So I, I just want to say that, that that's a big part of what, um, what works for me. Um, and I, I, this is not to say this is counter to whatever your religious beliefs are or anything like that. This is just one more layer. You may decide, because some people refer to it as the universe or whatever, you may refer to it as God or, um, or pre- like instead of telling the universe what you want, it may be praying, you know, to God for what you want. So it's just different language for what I believe is the same thing. Now, you may not agree, but I am grateful that I am in a place where I have the right to express my opinions, even if it doesn't work for others, I am free to express that. So I'm grateful for that. Uh, It is November, which is the month of gratitude, right? So here's I guess that's going to be the topic here, things that I'm grateful for um, and things that are working for me. 
always one of the things that has worked for me for pretty much my whole adult life is um, Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins and his personal power and get the edge program. Uh, adore him and adore all the teachings he does and the coaching. He's, he is my life coach. Um, another coach that I love is Shalene Johnson. I've talked about her in the past as well. I haven't been applying her stuff so much lately because um, it, it becomes a little bit like, a, you know, she's really big on building her tribe and, and that's so awesome, but it gets overwhelming when you feel like it's always, you're always getting the, you know, FOMO, fear of missing out, thrown at you um, it, with some of her um, some of her marketing things. So I've already bought two of her programs. I've already gone to her. Um, I've already gone to her seminar, and uh, I just I get a little tired of like the constant trying to upsell and market, market, market. But I do revert back to many of her programs that I bought um, and enjoy them very much. So if you can overlook some of that like over the top, never stopping marketing and enjoy the content, then I definitely recommend her. Um, she teaches smart success, which is a way to improve your life. And she teaches um, VBA, which is a way to improve your business, Virtual Business Academy. Uh, let's see. Another thing that I always have loved is the Four Agreements. Have you guys uh, heard, read this book? Basically, it's the agreements you should have with yourself that can be the difference between a regular life and an extraordinary life of happiness and joy. And uh, one is to be impeccable with your word, meaning don't use your word against yourself or others. And I say, and he says, against yourself because we tend to, like, say mean things about ourselves and to ourselves. And that's just as bad as saying mean and bad things to other people. Like, if you look in the mirror every day and think, oh, I'm a fat pig, well, that's not being impeccable with your word. Um, so impeccable with your word, um, uh, don't make assumptions where you just assume what somebody's thinking or why they're behaving a certain way. I think the recent election is a perfect example of that. If we did not make assumptions about the other people, and I'm not talking about the candidates themselves, I'm talking about like some uh, Donald Trump supporters assume a certain thing about what the people that are we're voting for Hillary Clinton, and many people from the Hillary Clinton camp were, are making negative assumptions about the people voting for Trump. Um, and I, I really think in this case, not making assumptions would serve us very well, because then it would force you to go talk to those people, right? Not just post something on Facebook that, you know, your friends who agree with you are going to go, yeah, 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 and then the few people who don't agree feel like garbage, but actually, like, hey, let's have a dinner party and sit down and talk about this or let, Hey, can I take you out to, for coffee? I'd like to understand your perspective. Like if you don't make an assumption and you actually reached out, can you imagine what would happen with this world? That'd be amazing. Um, so that's, let's see, be impeccable with your word. Don't make assumptions. Um, of course now I can't remember. I guess I need to read that book again, huh? It's been a few years. And uh, I know the last one is always do your best. Oh, and yeah, one of them is about not, not thinking that everything is about 
you or something like that. Uh, I'll have to go back and look at it. I actually just took the the book off the boat to read, so I'll have to update what that fourth agreement is. Maybe I'll add it as an addendum at the end of this show once I go back and look at it. I always forget. Uh, So that's another book I love. Um, What else do I listen to? Well, what works for you? That's what I want to know. I feel like, you know, a podcast is super fun because I get to talk and talk and talk and just talk and say whatever I want. And if somebody doesn't like it, they don't have to listen, right? Um, But I really would like to hear from you and see what are your favorite things right now? What are the things that have helped you push through those moments of um, where life just doesn't seem to be going where you want it to go and where you feel frustrated by you know, how thing, you know, whether it's how did you get through this election? Like what positive things did you do to help you um, either through the election or through a major life change? Um, you know, it's interesting. Recently, I don't know if I talked about this yet. We were contacted after the hurricane that we had to evacuate our boat. And we were in a hotel waiting to see if everything was going to be destroyed. Um, I was interviewed by CNN, and uh, my family was, and from that interview, someone um, saw that, a producer saw that, and asked um, if they could send someone to interview us, basically, by Skype or FaceTime, uh, for, to see about maybe doing a documentary or, like, a reality show or something um, on our family and going through this transition from uh, living in New Mexico to living on a boat. So we did this, like, maybe, I want to say it was like three hours, but I could be totally wrong, but it was many, very, very long interview with a woman who basically just talked to us about what it's been like so far, what our hopes and dreams are leading to this uh, sailing adventure, and um, it's been, it was interesting listening to the kids and how they're processing everything and also being on the other side of the equation when it comes to someone interviewing me because usually I'm the one or I used to be always the one doing the interviews. So it was fun to be interviewed and really think about what we have gained and what, how we are handling all of these uh, adventures. And I'm really... I'm really glad for some of the things that have happened, especially because nobody's been hurt or, um, you know, there's, there, we're all safe. And because we're all safe and yet we've had these pretty traumatic um, situations happen, I feel like it's given us a chance to um, look in the mirror in completely new ways and to really figure out how we are going to be as a family and how we are going to, move forward and handle some of what life is throwing at us Um, in the past and even in the near past like when we started this boating adventure we had we've had days where we we did not handle things well where there was much screaming and much unhappiness and people just were unkind you know I mean we were just we had we had days where we lost it and um, I feel like I'm, the thing I'm most proud of at this point is how we have shifted that, how we have turned it from uh, the default being uh, 
unkindness and meanness and fighting and grumpy and and kind of that martyr mentality and feeling uh you know watching the kids bicker and and be unkind to each other to being able to shift it so that we still have bad moments but that those bad moments don't destroy us don't dictate who we are and that we're able to um find the joy very, much more quickly in everything and also um share it in ways that help we help each other like yesterday perfect example uh we were heading to Krav Maga and we were doing really well getting out the door and then at the last minute for some unknown reason oh i know what it was ahava was struggling with her hair now if you know anything about a preteen girl or uh any girl <laughs> pretty much if you are having a bad hair day you are having a bad day that is pretty much how it works and she was super great and then all of a sudden she just moved into meltdown mode in the in the blink of an eye and it happened right as we were having to get out the door uh to be there on time and so watching the kids and i i get i you tend to run a script i don't know if you ever have this ex- experience but you tend to run a script when your kid pushes you or somebody behaves a certain way you run the same old script and i think the whole benefit of this boat experience or whether for you it might not be a boat it might be just putting yourself in a new situation the the benefit is learning that the old script isn't the only script it's not the only possible script right you have the choice to shift that and change that and figure out a better script for you and so we the three of us Samuel Ziva and I we we didn't confront ahava i mean at first i started to and then i stopped myself with that i don't know if you go back to my old podcasts uh but i've talked about this that i do this stop hammer time thing if you don't know what i'm talking about you got to go back and i'll i'll try to put a link in the show notes to t- to show you but basically that's my um reset technique and we use the word reset a lot because sometimes you just find yourself going down the negative path and you don't mean to and you feel yourself moving there but the normal script has you go there you go there you get you get angry you feel frustrated and you go there right so the new script and and I really believe this is from my experience um of being in this intense situation with my family we are writing a new script and so Ziva said why don't we grab our ears and go and do a, a wiggle ear reset and she came up with that all on her own so we, the three of us ahava was not having it and she was still she was wailing crying she was just in that mode and she was running her old script uh but we gratefully ziva had the the presence of mind to say let's just you know let's wiggle our ears and and reset and so samuel ziva and i did that Now it didn't change Ahava in the moment and in fact she wailed louder when we asked her to um do that but we felt better we did it again a couple times and we didn't react to her and then we we walked we went to Krav Maga and she you know just like us oh I I gave her a hug getting out of the car and she let me which in the past you know if she was 
in I'm mad mode and I'm not going to let you, um, you know, into my barrier. <laughs> um, uh, she wouldn't have let me, but this time she let me hug her. We went into Krav Maga, kicked some butt and the day was great. And we, it was the only incident of the day. And so in the past, that would not have been the case. We would have absolutely had that escalate. I would have been angry and we would have had more flare-ups and people would have been yelling and grumpy and um, bickering pretty much the whole day. Um, so I just, I just want to, I just feel like that's the greatest victory is realizing that we have a way to, um, to reset because we have been forced by living in these tight spaces, we are forcing ourselves, we haven't been forced, we are forcing ourselves to interact in brand new ways, in absolutely positive new ways that allow us to find our better selves and, and, and deal with the, the hot spots quickly so that they don't destroy everything we love. Because I think that's the tendency, I don't know if you have this too or if it's just our crazy family, but we have the tendency to like when things get get when somebody gets mad we all we it affects everybody and we get mad and you know it it just feels like um the whole day is ruined and you, i've heard my kids say that a lot um oh everything's ruined now it's it's now it's a terrible day well no more because now we can say no we reset we just had a we had a a moment we had a brain fart <laughs> we had you know somebody just just was running their old script. And so um, it's just really fun. It's really fun to realize that we have that kind of power. Um, all right, I am in the airport and I need to figure out where I am parking. So I will continue in another, at another time. All right, talk to you soon.